it out on my Welcome end. Okay, late there it goes. Night. Uh yeah. Late night. And so it is, in just it is very late. late night, um, I have a bottle of uh Nazi acetone here. I mean that that sounds about accurate from how you described it. Yes, uh, so I'm going to do all of you a favor and drink it so that way you don't have to. I gotta I've tell you of, what was that? Uh so before we came on, I told Nicole that we were gonna be doing the uh show and she said, Well, why are you doing it so late? And I said, <laughs> It's the late show. So we do it late. <laughs> <laughs> so um Nostradovia to Ukraine's fall and defeat. Can we just stick with Nazi defeat? Can we just stick with defeat of fascists? I don't care if Ukraine falls. I just care that, that the fascists go away. I mean, we That's have my plenty preference. of them here. Why did I think that, that was a good idea? Or that, that was going to be fun? I forgot how bad it actually tastes. Yeah, why did you do that? Because I thought it would be funny. Because like I thought that the grimace would last for like two seconds. And then this it would be laughing about it. And I'm like, no, this is that was actually disgusting. <laughs> like, this is gross. Can't wait to try it. Yeah. I mean basically. Because <laughs> it's like, oh hey, yeah. Cause like I, it's like it's one of those situations where I guess it's kind of like um uh um I don't know. It's, I guess like it's one of those things where it's like that one restaurant that you, you that you hate going to because the food is always bad. And you're like, surely it wasn't as bad as I as I remember it being, right? And then you and every go, time it is. Like it's even worse than you remembered. <laughs> right. That was, that was basically what you just witnessed live. That checks out. It really yeah. does. Yeah. Unlike my sanity. Or like when somebody says, smell this. It's it's awful. You know, like, oh, this stinks so bad. Smell it. And then you're like, why would I do that? That sounds really stupid. Like, why? I mean, sometimes like train wrecks are just the best things to go through. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you would know best, I feel like. <laughs> am I wrong? Look, I am a certified train conductor. Wade! Wade's here! How's it going, Wade? Oh, wow. Long time no see. I miss you, buddy. I miss that gruff you're, voice. Your, uh, to your uh, definitely not main account, did it get um, uh, zucked? Huh? I'm assuming that you were asking Wade. Yeah. I believe that I believe in. that it did get <laughs> zucked. Yes. That. Pretty much everything Rob is doing right now is getting zucked. In the middle of a conversation we were all having the other day. In the middle of it. Just dropped <laughs> off the face of the planet. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the only conversation I was in the middle of either. Oh, like for sure. Oh god. <laughs> Yeah, and then like you know, in the UPM chat, I'm getting like, well, okay, because of the UPM chat, I was getting a bunch of text messages like, "Hey, where'd your Facebook go? Did you get zucked?" Like, yeah, yeah, I did. Again, <laughs> again. Yeah, That's like the second time this month, maybe yeah. third. It's it's, it's not even February. Fucking expect that to happen, you know, but. 
Good evening. Uh, fun times. But yeah, that's so this uh, Rhode Island cider that I'm drinking is far tastier than your Nazi vodka. <laughs> Look, I'm fairly certain that like you could like literally have like some random person pissing pissing the shot. It would be more tasty than than what I just drank. Like that was absolutely awful. I'm drinking the unValentine's uh beverage. I can't disclose which company provides it, but it is the unValentine's carbonated water. It's delicious. It's uh blackberry and champagne flavored. That's peak capitalism right there. That is peak capitalism. Where <laughs> when when he, when they've gone through so much effort to make a holiday just to sell shit, only to be anti <laughs> that holiday in yep. order to sell shit. <laughs> yep. Because welcome to how this shit unfortunately must work. That's clever. I like it. I decided to mix that with my uh, dark chocolate orange uh slices this evening so i'm very bougie <laughs> mm. I can see it. it's like the only thing that's getting the only thing that's holding you back from uh being even more bougie is like good cocaine <sighs> i think i had that conversation with you i've never had cocaine before in my life yeah exactly yeah, we did we did have that conversation oh i am a little bit disappointed i'm a little bit disappointed <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know a guy. I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> I can't afford that kind of addiction. Though it would streamline the weight loss. So. <laughs> <laughs> you see, so like that's actually like one of the things I feel like is kind of a myth about coke. It's like every person I've known who's on coke, like there's like a various, there's like various body types. Like not everyone is skinny. Although I will say, all the people I know who are on meth, especially those who are addicted to it. Um, are extremely fucking skinny. So, so you're saying I'm a, I'm aim, I'm shooting for the wrong drug. <laughs> I think what she was also it. trying to say is meth is more affordable. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God, no, don't guys, don't do meth, don't do meth, and don't do heroin. No, no. Well, here's the thing. I was on Adderall for like two years, and oh, yeah. uh, no, I, I realized that is not the drug for me. If you uh if you already are anxious as fuck, don't take Adderall. That is yeah. not the right drug for you. That's Skip that point. one. That's a, that's actually a good point. Um, granted, I've never tried any illegal drug, just to be clear. But that would make sense. Oh, it was prescribed. Oh, it was prescribed. Yeah, was yeah, prescribed. Well, yeah. I haven't got a prescription, so I have never tried an illegal drug. I have a horrible attention problems. If you can't tell by talking to me. Um, <laughs> I think I probably do too. I just like never been officially diagnosed with it, so it's just like yeah, it's like they're like yeah, good fucking luck, <laughs> squirrel. Uh, so yeah, but so the great thing about Adderall is like it lets you hyper focus on things. So I I used it for uh, grad school classes, but uh, uh, and it worked if I was focusing on the grad school classes. But if I was thinking about literally anything else, uh, which I did. And I ended up crying in the corner, like nobody likes me. Everybody hates me. Like, why? Are, are you getting some worms? Worms? Yeah, because you know, no, nobody likes me. Everybody hates me. I'm gonna eat some worms. 
I don't know that. Is that a poem? Like, am I? From... I have no idea where it's from. Wow. I've definitely heard it before. It sounds like Bukowski. <laughs> Only there's not enough swear words in it. Okay, I guess it's a song. Apparently, I'm gonna eat some fucking worms because my life sucks. I'm gonna go gamble <laughs> on horses and fuck some bitches. That that is Bukowski. <laughs> Oh, um, also, I do have some good news to share that I feel like bragging about to the, like, the world. Um, I got my second support letter in so I can get my titties done. Yay! Congratulations. Thank you. I'm excited to see them. Me too. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, we just need to like, start up like an OnlyFans for, um, uh, like, for We Are Many OnlyFans. It's going to be like... You know, and then it's just gonna be like just my fucking titties. Just a, a, a for we are many uh, calendar. You know. <laughs> okay, so fun story. Um, well, I mean, all you got to do is like pose with the Soviet flag. Oh, that's sexy as hell. I have one of those, so we're gonna go. Which actually, so um, I was in a calendar um a couple of years ago, back in 2020, and I was the um uh, and basically like I think I was October um is what i was so let's see if i can finally get yeah, there we go um yeah so i was i'm um, uh, the october girl and i was actually wearing like my soviet flag um no i was doing i was wearing the soviet flag bikini that i have oh that's great yeah let's see is there a way to, like for me to share my screen yes okay cool. share screen that. button so yeah this is is it like working or is it not working? There we go. But wow. yeah, that is me. Well, color me red. Let me tell you. <laughs> okay, now, now I got to stop screen sharing so we don't get fucking zucked. <laughs> I don't think that'll do it. I mean, I'm here. And um, <laughs> on the, it yeah, follows so me. We're probably already going to get zucked anyway. Uh, so uh, I on the calendar idea i want so there you remember when um abercrombie and fitch the uh, president or whatever came out and was talking about how like oh well you know only skinny people should be wearing my clothes does anybody remember that yeah i do i only cool skinny people so i actually had a pair of uh abercrombie and fitch pants uh, that I uh, that miraculously fit me. I just had to roll up the bottom uh, legs of them. It's clearly meant for much taller people. Uh, but I, <laughs> but I owned them anyway. So uh, when he came out and stated that his clothes were only meant for skinny people, uh, I. Uh, <laughs> because frequently there are models in front of their store, shirtless. Uh, I went. Uh, to the mall and for $60 bottle of of cologne I could stand out in front of their store with no shirt on with my <laughs> with my Abercrombie pants and some flip flops from Old Navy and uh, spray people <laughs> it's fantastic because I, I have clearly the, the model they want out <laughs> That's just imagine me though. with my fat, hairy chest, just stomach flopping out, just spraying people with cologne. Welcome to Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> Excellent. 
Excellent. Oh, God. I, I love how this just, like, always descends into... <laughs> I like that we lost a couple people watching after I said all that stuff. <laughs> like, oh, no, thanks. No, you're not going to bait me into putting my um, half-naked self back up on the screen. <laughs> Our viewership will go right back up again. <laughs> It's like I accidentally leak um, some of my OnlyFans content. <laughs> You'll never know what Talia does behind closed doors. <laughs> Only one way to find out in theaters. Here's the problem that everybody knows what you do behind closed doors. You share it pretty much every week. So but the thing though, is don't know what I do behind closed doors. That's true. What was that? That's true. Yeah, because um, the subway. Did I get a new subscriber? Did you just now? Oh, um, congratulations! No, hours that ago. Picture. Um, oh, I thought uh, it was the but, picture brought it on. Oh shit! Apparently, someone decided like to fucking like. Who the fuck is that? I don't know. I can't see it. Um. <laughs> yeah. All I know is that like now I have like fifty dollars in my OnlyFans, and I had like eight yesterday or last right. week. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Um, that's a pleasant and hot surprise, if I'm being honest with you, but okay, I'm not gonna object. I find money very sexy, I'll be honest with you. As a uh, communist, I, I feel like I shouldn't feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's like a case of where hold I'm a definitely not I'm a, a rolled up one. Um, but you know, it's just kind of like a situation where it's like, you know, it's like I mean, one dollar bills are very fucking sexy to people who work in certain fields. So Wade, Although I would rather have 100 percent on me, but you know. Uh, Wade said that uh, vegans are also thin, but uh, m it might be more socially acceptable to be a meth head. I mean, <laughs> they're definitely less pretentious. I'm just saying. So okay, so like, it's we're gonna get canceled. Where, like, in, do you guys want to hear something that's probably gonna get me canceled? Um, I agree. Yeah, we're on a roll. Let's keep yeah. it going. <laughs> um, so basically, like, it's one of those situations where it's like, look, like, if you want to be vegan, like, that's totally on you, right? Like, don't guilt me for eating meat whenever I make way less money than you do, and I literally cannot afford to be vegan. <laughs> like, that's like the issue that I find a lot with um with a lot of uh, vegan culture is the fact that it's like, oh yeah, like you know, like you're being evil by doing this, and I'm like. Tell me where else I can go and get a $2 fucking burrito that's, like, vegan with, like, protein, you know? Because it's, like, I go to fucking Taco Bell because that's what I can afford. I don't go there because I want to go there. No. You know who else was a vegan? Hitler. Oh. Hitler and you know, And you know who else is Hitler? <laughs> what? Do you know who else is Hitler? Who? Hitler. Definitely not the person who engineered the Ukraine coup. <laughs> Hello. I was gonna say Zelensky, so I'm like, nah, that wouldn't be right. Ooh. You still said it. You still said it. <laughs> true, true. Uh, I can't wait to get a call from the disciplinary office at the law school on Monday. <laughs> what, what's this about you in a bikini on uh, a podcast talking about how everybody else is a Nazi? And and then this is when I and then that's when I say I know when you were in my DMs last week. <laughs> oh 
Damn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, I, I will say that it is kind of interesting to people who I run into on my stream. Hi, Emily. Yeah. So actually the funniest story from, uh, pro like honestly, probably the entire, the funny story from the entirety of my cam cam career that was the most hilarious for me is that, um, uh, basically my dad's former boss popped up in my popped up in my cam stream and you may ask how do you know that it was him because he took me private and turned his cam on and i'm like that is a very distinctive face and yeah i have blackmail on my dad's boss basically wow yeah all right yeah, yeah. so it's a former boss but still well no, no. it's too bad no Still, though. Hopefully you didn't get fired. You had an opportunity to keep him employed. Yeah, exactly. Just be like, <laughs> hey, yeah, so um, I have this. I'm sure the FBI would not want to see you doing this with your security clearance online. Yeah, this seems awfully risky. Yeah, I was like, dude, that's fucking dumb. I, uh... He was like fucking like sitting there like with his legs spread out like with the, literally with a dildo on a fucking machine going in his asshole. I was like, dude, like, you're just, like, starting off with this. Like, that's kind of impressive, but, yeah. Don't be a cam girl, guys. Don't be a cam girl. Well, I don't think I'd be very good at it. I'm not very good at it. Yeah, but I feel like you're still doing, you're still ahead of me. And with your new titties. I mean, I'm gonna be sky's making... the limit, Talia. I'm sky's gonna make the limit. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I will be making bank at that point. Yeah, those <laughs> machines are very <laughs> much cheap. Yeah, I think they're like a thousand bucks or something like that. For uh, cheapest one I've found is 800. Not yeah, that Wade, it works. Wade said I would fail at being a cam girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's ah. one of those jobs like, where it's simultaneously fun, but also so mind-numbingly stressful. Because like you have to be able to open a customer interaction, be able to close it usually within two minutes. Two minutes. Yeah, because like basically like it's it's a very high at least on streaming, which is where I stream at. It is a very high high pace thing where like customers come in and you're like, oh hey cool Literally. like you know how's it going tonight you know like what kind of stuff are you into and you have to like feel them out in a very short time frame and then get them to go private or exclusive with you or at least tip you. Yeah. Um, Especially like if you um, uh, have a lower traffic room, like a lot of like a lot of solo girls do, um, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. it's fucking stupid fast pace. Usually well, I, I go on. Usually, I say that if I don't get someone to go private with me in the first two minutes, they're not going to be going private. Really? Or if they do, then I'm going to make a shit ton of money. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, because like I would much rather have fewer people take me private for longer than have a lot of short privates because basically it's a case of where it's like I like providing a service that I'm like, oh hey, this is wholesome, right? At least yeah. as wholesome as it can be on the internet. And not That's just something like, I can claim is I have short privates. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that, wow. that was the best dad joke ever. <laughs> Or the worst. I don't know what to say. You know? I mean, but if it's the worst, how, then it is the best. That. That's how dad jokes work. I guess it is. Uh, I guess so. Okay, look, all I'm going to say is that you're probably is that you're, you're speaking with the dominatrix, at least on cams. Like, you got to be careful with that. 
No, Wade. I did not say it first. That's the sad part. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, like, not to, like, take from the lightheartedness. Oh, right? shit. But God damn it. Now we got to get into the serious stuff. Every fucking time. Every time. Well, you know, tell the world to quit pissing me off. Hey, world, quit pissing Rob off. You fucking twat. <laughs> no, okay, so, like... It's not working out. The five cops in Memphis. Ugh. Right. I knew this was coming. So, how would it not? How would it not? They they got arrested yesterday, and they were out on bond today, right? But yet, the body cam footage of the murder of Tyree Nichols was released um, this evening, and I have not watched it. I don't get down with that, you know, trauma porn shit. Um, right. we are, I mean, we all saw the picture of him in the hospital. We know what they did. Right. But they were fired and then out the next day. And like their bonds were, you know, $350,000 a piece. Paid. Yeah. Who so, paid that? Um, and the other the thing that gets union? The union like, more usually than usually 10%. So like that would be 35 grand. Um, well, still. I mean, do you think the average, you know, run of the mill beat cop can, you know, just like save 35 grand? Depends on where mm. they're from. You oh, kidding me? Fair. Boston? You have you seen they they post uh, the salaries of these police officers, these state cops, uh, publicly. They post them. Uh, I think the uh, Boston Globe publishes them, like the top paid police officers. Some of these these people, uh, some of these officers, I would have to stretch to call them people here. Uh, some of these officers are making hundreds of thousands of dollars almost That's half a million insane. dollars a year yeah it's it's insane like i i don't understand like unbelievable yeah imagine making There's... half a million dollars as a as a state officer in massachusetts but you know then for the police department to be like oh well we expect a response but keep it peaceful like why don't your fucking officers keep it peaceful yeah, yeah, we're the ones supposed to be keep it keep it peaceful. Exactly. And as uh, as Wade pointed out, and and I mean, I did not watch it. Uh, Wade Wade said he did watch it, and he did cry out for his mom. I Jesus believe that Christ. that was said by the parents and by um, the attorney for the family. Right. And it's not the first time that that's happened. So, <clears throat> one of my comrades pointed out. Uh, that also watched it. I did not um, wanted to bring attention to a moment in the video where one of the five cops beating this man had to take a break. He was winded. I can't fathom that logic. Ooh, guys, step in for me. Tag, you're it. Like what the wait, wait? At what point is that? Are we going to say this is just too much? I have to tell you, uh, it, yeah, I agree with Austin. Uh, <clears throat> I see these people, and I think about my kids, and I think about if this happened to my kid, would I be as peaceful 
as as uh, as their community has been, as these parents have yeah. been. Like, I don't think that I would. You know, when they burned down the police department after Floyd, <clears throat> I uh, I thought, well, that's just not enough. <laughs> you know, I really felt like I I would have done the same thing. And people were like, oh, well, that was violent and aggressive. I was like, well, what are you talking about? I, I, I know this is terrible. This is a terrible idea that, you know, that, that, that violence should be met with violence. And I'm probably going to get sucked momentarily for saying this. But when you, when the law doesn't apply to these people, it doesn't apply to anybody. Yeah. And it's kind of like, um, and I'm going to be going off a little bit on a um, uh, um, bit of a historical jaunt here, so to speak, right? Which also one thing I do want to point out real quick is that Nevada courts actually struck down qualified immunity. That's a that is one important thing that we need to talk about. It's like we are seeing qualified immunity start to finally disappear, right? But I think like one of the main things that we don't really talk about is the fact that like political and like professional accountability in this country is one of those things that, like isn't really a thing. <clears throat> and the perfect example of that is actually with Nixon, right? He broke the law clearly. He right. admitted to it. And yet here he was still pardoned by the pre by President Ford because, well, this is to allow the country to heal. <laughs> yeah. Like, you see what I'm saying there? But, well, first of all, President Ford was a fucking moron uh, who probably <laughs> could probably had Velcro shoes because he, he never learned to tie them. Um, he it just it is remarkable that that man didn't choke on a balloon uh before the age of five it's just it's just it just is beyond me how he was allowed to make it that far in his life and how he became a president somebody had to fuck up so bad so well bad. i mean we've also had trump and biden i mean we've set the bar real low for a while now george w <sighs> yeah, but you know what? Not even close, I don't think. As far as I, I, I see George W. and I think, ah, eh, he's kind of goofy, but he had some business acumen. I don't know. Donald Trump definitely. He, you know, he made his living screwing people. He was clever enough to do that. Billions you know? and uh, billions and billions. <laughs> You know, I mean, you know, <laughs> Biden was smart enough to suck off the uh, the uh, whole uh, military industrial complex teat for as long as he could and still is. Yeah, I mean, it, Ford was just a moron. Um, OK, so back to the yeah, listen, if any other country was doing this, we would find a reason to invade them. Um, so one quick thing I do want to mention since we were talking about the um, uh, the newly released body cam footage. Um, I just made the mistake of watching it. That is the most heinous police video I've ever seen. I don't I, I mean, don't yeah, that. really. I mean, I... Well, I'm sure you probably watched like a short version of it because it's like... there. All in all, there was like an hour of footage... Yeah, this this um, was just like because, a two and a half know, minute five cut. officers. Yeah, yeah like and I, I mean, 
things that I've heard about it from Wade in the comments and from a, a few comrades online, I'm I'm glad that I didn't watch it. I mean, yeah, that, everybody's George Floyd died. This was this is beyond, beyond that even. Yeah, because like you know, it's one of those things where it's like George Floyd. That was one cop putting, and of course, obviously the cops didn't stop or stop uh, Chauvin, but. At the end of the day, like that was one cop with his leg on the neck of a guy, right? This was just five people in a coordinated, just like almost like orgy of violence is the best way is the best way I can describe it. What what justification can you possibly have for there this? Is none. And this was, was, okay, first of all, the whole thing stems from a traffic stop, supposedly for yeah. reckless driving. The police yeah. department, using the body cam footage and the dash cam footage, cannot verify the claims of reckless yeah. driving. Um, and so the other thing, too, is it's like, if it's reckless driving, okay, cool. You know, like, pull the guy out of the car, you know, like, get him in. If it was really that bad, like, if it is reckless, like, that's usually something that you're like, hey, look, like, we're going to cite you for it or maybe arrest you for Um, Not immediately go up and just, like, pull someone out of the car for That's number one. Number two is... Whenever I'm watching any sort of like this footage or whatever, I'm always looking for a way to be able to justify the cops for it because I'm like, okay, like this is what the arguments are going to be coming out of this, right? Because yeah, right. that's how the court system anticipate, right? I can't see anything in there that I can use to say, yeah, the cops are justified in doing this. Like they no, pull the I guy mean, up, even, like they literally the hold chief, him back. Although I, like they I don't literally like a single word. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, like, like they literally like basically put him into like what almost appeared to be a full Nelson. Now this is from security cameras footage, so it was grainy. And like another cop just comes running up and just punches him right across the face. And, like you can literally see his head snap back. After they picked him up off the ground. Yeah, you know, I mean, this is a good point here. When internal organs are damaged, you know, it's a gang style beat down because yeah. everyone is trying to get their heads in where they can. These guys weren't trying to enforce the law. No, they were no, even. Blood. That's what I was gonna say. Even the police chief, as much as I think that her words were empty, as much as I think that she was just trying to cover her, her own ass, she was very blatant. Like, no, this is not police protocol. We can't even verify the reckless driving to begin with. Um, I mean, he got he got tased, he got pepper sprayed, and beat down by five men. He died in the hospital from his injuries three days later, for those of you that don't um, already know that. I mean, they waited, what was it, going on 20 minutes to even, you know, like, call for medical help. There were points where they sat him back up to continue fucking beating him. I can't. And if you uh... look at the picture that has provided... Versus the picture of him in the hospital bed, you can't even yeah. tell it's the same fucking guy. Yeah, like I've I haven't seen a face that swollen in a very very long time. Like, I I don't. Uh, and sorry for getting if, all, all dark on you guys, but like this is. It's been some, I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, like mind. this is something that we need to talk about because this is. It's I gonna mean, come I, out. Get, I would be get willing to venture and say that this is probably the most heinous police murder we've ever seen. 
Yeah, you know, Corbin's right. Like, like, I mean, imagine if Emmett Till had been legit killed by police. Yeah, yeah. like that's literally what this is. Yeah. You know, uh, Corbin said here, even if he wasn't cooperating, and this was my point earlier, even if he wasn't cooperating, you have five guys there. What are you going to say? He's resisting arrest? You have five people. He's yeah. down. He's being beaten. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what you're, you, there's nothing. There is nothing here that is justifiable. It is the most tragic thing that I have heard in a very long time. And I, I hope that instead of just kind of packing this away and saying, well, it's still too cold for protests, we really get out there and start moving and, and uh, protesting this because this is just too fucking much and biden has not well, made it any I mean, better even though he has promised he would yeah and, and as far as the protest tip goes there is uh protests tonight in detroit there was a protest earlier tonight in providence um there's a mm -hmm. protest tomorrow in hartford i believe it might be new london i could be wrong on that um there's a protest tomorrow in arbor um and those are just you know out of like people that, that i've talked to today uh yeah. I would imagine that it's like that all over the country. I mean, I'm hoping anyway that it's like that all over the country, like it was at George Floyd. This is even fucking worse. Yeah, like and is... uh, Corbin just uh, said, if we let this slide, it will only continue to escalate. That's what we've seen since since we got off this after George Floyd. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, we had a little bit um, of a downtime where the media wasn't talking about this kind of stuff, you know, because we had uh, Breonna Taylor uh, and her killers, uh, her murderers, uh, sort of held accountable, you know, uh, and uh, I, I feel like that was like, okay, well now racism is gone. Now police brutality doesn't exist. Well, that's you know, the whole all over mo. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's like we it's put a Black done. Lives Matter fucking flag out front for a couple of months. Racism is gone. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's... And now they replaced it with a Ukraine flag. I mean, how fucking ironic is that? <laughs> I think it's. Um, I, I I remember. I'm not sure after, and this is the really tragic part, right? I don't know which killing it was after, but I remember uh, watching this video of this woman going on this epic rant about how the social contract was broken and how we are all so very lucky and so very fortunate that people of color in this country have managed to be so peaceful in their response because that social contract is gone. It's done for them. They don't have one. And I thought, you know, that's so true. If I had to worry that my kid was going to get killed by the people that I pay to protect them, there would be no, there would be, there would be I don't know what law would apply to me anymore. No law would apply to me. Like, it's... I don't understand why people still are just so complacent about it, so comfortable yeah. with it. If I'm being honest with you, I think it's a large part of it 
at least now, is that a lot of people have gotten numb to it. Um, Yeah. Because it's like, I remember for a while, it was like, oh yeah, another police killing. Another mass shooting. Right. Um, You know, and over time, like we, it's like, oh yeah, like this keeps on happening, so we become numb to it. We forget how much of an issue it is. I sometimes will be honest, like there are some days like where the numbness does overwhelm me. Like I haven't followed this case as much as I should have. Um, well, yeah, because, and I mean, like, this this case and the uh, Cop City um, protests are kind of like what broke me out of that. I mean, that yeah. was an indigenous, non-binary act on indigenous land with the permission of the elders of the tribe, um, you know, trying to stop a massive cop training facility that's on sacred land that is controlled by the tribe. It's being built with, uh, you know, like thirty billion or something like that in taxpayer funds, and then that and, um, like corporate donations and shit, and it's intended to be used as like a nationwide urban warfare training facility for police. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, that's again. It seems like the militarization of the police force has not slowed down at all. But why does that shock anybody? I mean, we had this conversation before, uh, I think even in the last show, about why are we surprised that that the military-industrial complex's biggest champion for the last however many years, uh, Joe Biden... Uh, like how, how, why are we surprised that it's expanded under him, under his presidency? That's crazy. Like we shouldn't be. We shouldn't be. Let's be honest. We really fucking shouldn't be. And, um, you know, I have a lot of thoughts going through my head right now. Right. I think you guys can probably tell that. And it hurts. It's, it, it does. And it's one of those other situations too, where. You know, because, like, I think I've established on here before, like, I know a lot of cops, right? And one of the struggles that I, the one thing that I really struggled with a lot when everything was going down in the past was, like, you know, like, these are my friends. But the fucking system that they're upholding is... That's a point that I keep trying to drive home to, right? Like... Maybe, like, for example, your friends might be decent people that are cops, but at the end of the day, the system that they're upholding is what exactly. we're fucking. Well, know, I'll, you know, I'll go here. a bit further. Uh, there was a, a, a police officer, a former police officer, which I guess is important to note, on NPR um, after the whole. Uh, I'm sorry. My God, it's terrible that I'm that so many of these have happened that I forget the names. Young man who was a a, a cook at a high school at a school got shot in his car after announcing that he was carrying. Police officer went on to NPR. Former police officer went on to NPR and talked about how. Of how absurdly undertrained this police officer was. That if they were trying to be safe, they wouldn't have 
approached the car the way that they did, that it was it was not just not protocol, but that the officer, if they were really feared for their life, weren't approaching the vehicle to note that. Right. So uh, you would you would approach it from the side, uh, you know, and and come at it, you know, like against the car, you yeah. know, and come up to the window. Instead, he was walking out and walked over to the window and stood in front of it instead of standing to the side of the car. And it just is cr- like and they were pointing out all of the failures that happened along the way. Yeah. That this was so bad. Yeah, because like the other thing too. Yeah, because like basically, you know, it's like we're told, oh hey, you know, it's like if you're carrying a gun, like you know, keep your hands on your, keep your hands on the steering wheel and all that other stuff, right? Right. And then you have these fucking cops who aren't trained right. Like when I got pulled over a few weeks ago, it was like it was fine for me because like you know I was lucky, like I had some well-trained officers who were the ones who pulled me over. Mm. Um, and it could have been a very different happening. If yeah. those officers aren't well trained when I told them I was caring. Well, the the point that I was trying to make by bringing this whole appearance of this officer, whose name I wish I'd remembered, uh, Fernando Castile. That was the that came up. Oh, oh Fernando, yeah, Fernando yeah. Castile. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, but my brain is not not fully functional this evening. But I finally figured out who it was, and I recall that whole incident. <laughs> um, but the officer who who went on, I don't remember. But we need more officers like that. They need to be the ones that we're hearing from. Yeah, Instead because... of hearing from all these bad cops, we need to hear about the if there are, if it's not a cab, we need to hear from these people all the time. The the blue line needs to go away. The thin blue line needs to disappear. And these guys yeah. need to be stepping out. And talking about this every day, going on every radio show they can, going doing public outreach and posting on their social media instead of talking about how they gave dogs treats or some bullshit. They need to go on and talk about how bad it was that this happened. And they're working on training their people to be to, to deal with this better and they're using this as a way to 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 make their police force learn as a learning uh a tool, you know, something to that effect would help. But yeah. they don't do that. Of course not. Because it's one of those situations. I mean, I do have to whether that would really. I mean, at this point, I maybe I'm jaded on it. But at this point, I tend I... to think the entire tree is rotten. And that we'd yeah, be better I mean, like, to honestly... rip it up and plant something else. But Yeah, and it's one of those situations, too, where I think where we also kind of have to be a little bit realistic whenever we're looking for practical solutions, right? Um, because, like, let's be honest. The odds of us getting, the odds of us being able to actually like, overturn the entire police system are fucking slim to none. Slim just took a walk. So, like, if we can have, you know, instead of, like, what is it, like, six-week training or whatever that cops get in this country or six-month training, like, have it be, like, two years or something like that. My yeah, hairdresser so has more training. What was that? My hairdresser has more training. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, shit. You wouldn't I, know uh, it by looking at me, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but no, like, seriously, though, because, like, I mean, no, I fucking studied criminology for four years in undergrad, right? And it's like, I, I've, I would probably be more equipped to become a law enforcement officer or become a cop than most cops are that are on the street right now. Yeah. 
And that's one of those things when someone told, because someone told that to me um, a year or so ago. And like, that was one of those things like where I actually had to sit down and just like, think about that for a second, because that was a situation where I'm like, holy fuck. You probably but, uh, wouldn't be killing black men in mass either. I wouldn't yeah. be. Yeah. Definitely not. That, that sounds like a not a thing you would do. I, my point in bringing that up was not that that, that would fix the system, Rob. Uh, it was. That I, it I mean, I just be, wanted to make a point, point of clarification. I know that's not no, necessarily I don't think it would fix what the you're system. advocating. For. I don't think Go it would ahead. fix the system. I do think that we do need to defund the police, and how we define defunding the police is is different. I think with everybody, um, but uh, but my point was that listen. If, if you really want to make a good name for yourself, if you're a police officer and you really want to make, make it known that not all cops are bastards, then get out in front of this. Talk about it. Mm-hmm. I want to hear it. But the reality is we're not seeing that. And that's that makes us suspect of every officer because we don't hear from the good ones. You know, we're just expected to understand that there are good ones, you know, and that's yeah. just not fair to the anybody who has to live in fear and and is terrified to call the police. Yeah, cuz well, I mean yeah, it's like okay, so like even as like a white guy, just out of curiosity, has there ever been once in your life, Scott, where you were like, "Oh, sweet, it's the cops." No, it's probably <laughs> it's probably always, "Oh, it's the cops." Right? Right. <laughs> I mean, because like, I mean, even for me, it's like, you know, I was never really excited to be dealing with police at any point in my in my entire life, pre-transition or now. Um, and, you know, like cops do deal with people, whatever, they're at the lowest point in their lives. I mean, hell, I'm a, after I was assaulted last March, I, I didn't want my ex to call the cops. If I'm being honest with you, like, I just didn't want her to because I'm like, they're not going to fucking believe me. Because um, I'm like, you know, like, I'm a trans girl, you know, and it's like, why the why like why the fuck would they, um, uh, like why the fuck would they believe me? You know, because hey, like you got that, two strikes against you. What was that? Well, yeah, because you you got two strikes against you. Yeah, exactly. And you're so a woman I'm, and you're like, trans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I'm, might like, as well just skip any uh, any uh, assault yeah. accusations and just move on. Yeah, exactly. And that's a tragedy. Yeah, and the fact that like they actually did prosecute the case is pretty surprising to me, if I'm being honest with you. Um, but yeah. the other thing too is like the only reason that the guy was even caught in the first place because I, you know, put myself in harm's way and took pictures of the guy. Um, good for you. Yeah, like it was a situation where just I got lucky, if I'm being honest, but I was still able to do it. And it's a case of, yeah, like I, because I think I actually, I think I remember mentioning um, in the chat um, last April when um, when the sheriff's department announced that like the guy had basically he had been released without being arrested after questioning yeah. i was pissed because i'm like yeah this is the end of it like they're just gonna let the guy walk nothing's gonna come of it and i'm not being the case but still though the fact that i'm that cynical about our justice system says a lot well i don't know that it's cynicism at this point right it's just kind of a reality yeah also, we're i need to get a quick kind of acetone um, real quick Jesus Christ! I'm about to go what? grab a refill of my beer. Um, but Cor- Corbin said, "Until the de- until the discrepancies in wealth are addressed in our country, there can be no ethical." My response to that was a very simple Fred Hampton quote. It's one of my favorites. It's a class war. God damn it! I'm wearing my uh, 
I'm wearing my hat next week, which is my uh, is my class war veteran hat, which I love. So that's amazing. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I kind of want that. Oh, I, love I don't. It. I don't have a hat, but I did get some cool uh, stickers from the John. Oh, hold on. Oh, stupid back. That's not right. No, nope, you on. failed. <laughs> I did ill. <laughs> well, I wore veteran hat. Oh, I want that too. There we go. So this is pretty cool, right? <laughs> I don't argue with people john brown <laughs> that's amazing yeah i've seen that one um, i've seen that one fly around a few times and like i'm just like that's like the best line to use theory and praxis yup um those stickers came from the connecticut john brown gun club if uh they're still selling them as like a four pack or pretty cheap you know they just send them in an envelope so you're not paying out the ass for shipping but uh, that's pretty high That is Do very it. hype. Do it. Where's the fourth sticker? That's three. It's probably did my asshole. Oh, wow. How did it get there? I haven't been to Arizona in a long time. <laughs> so, I got to tell you this this uh, this bit. Uh, so I, I uh, saw this shirt uh, with an Angela Davis quote on it. Uh, and it was being advertised on Facebook. And it's the prisons do not disappear social problems. They disappear human beings. And, uh, of course, somebody jumped on and was like, that's not proper English. Folks, I'm going to say this once. Angela Davis is smarter than you. All of you. All of us. Angela Davis is incredibly brilliant if you think she quoted that and misspoke and used english wrong you're a fucking moron there's no bad english in that it was perfectly stated the quote is immaculate it's absolutely perfect so uh i made it a point to uh explain what disappear how dis the different ways that disappear can be used so, but but yeah just just so you know angela davis way smarter than all of you sorry yeah it's I, I need to avoid going on my little language rant that i've gone on a few too many times in my life i mean just people trying to gatekeep the english language living in america speaking a botch version of language in the first place is always like rub me the wrong way um, we should just return back to um, uh, middle English. If you spell color without a U, don't correct her language. <laughs> Shut up, you fucking bingo. <laughs> <laughs> or flavor. Yeah. yeah. If you spell flavor without a U, there's no reason for you to to be correcting other people's English. Now listen here, you fucking hoss. You're being a fucking <laughs> liberal right now, and I don't tolerate that kind of shit. And here we speak American. Well, I also we hate it when cousins, people try to like cousins, gatekeep about like you. urban slang or ebonics, right? Like, have you ever heard of fucking dialect? All language. 
you know, it, it, I think we had this conversation uh, previously about how um, in the, in the chat about how you know we shouldn't be correcting people's language and how they use it. And uh, I think I said the only time that I ever correct anybody anybody's use of the English language is when they're being pretentious um, and they and then it's like justifiable you know like if you're gonna if you're gonna get on your high horse then you better be speaking perfect you know what I mean yeah exactly especially like if you're like talking about how other people are fucking shitty right like at that point then it's like yeah dude like you're literally talking about minority groups right now and you're very clearly the product of about 10 generations of inbreeding so it's like, it's like you don't it's like you don't have a family tree you have a, you very clearly have a family pole <laughs> family pole <laughs> hmm. i think jeff foxworthy had a bit about that, that like if your family chork you might yeah. be a redneck or something like that <laughs> yeah yeah it goes as one straight line something like that i don't know man uh yeah not that not that i enjoy the works of jeff foxworthy I mean, Are you smarter than a third grader. A family wreath. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. That's good. Uh, That's good. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, putting that up because that's hilarious. <laughs> I am going um, to check my fire and grab a refill of this. Uh, delicious cider you do that yeah we'll keep it when you when you return rob uh i have promised to tell after the these. story <laughs> from our sponsor which is <laughs> just us uh, <laughs> when you return i did promise that i would tell the story of my trip to russia so I will that do that. That you did. Yeah, that's why I'm yeah. here. So. Is it really? <laughs> no. That's the only reason Emily's watching, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what you're saying is how like, come this is I... and like just like basically right. get ready to be like to turn off my camera and just listen to the story, just let you go off. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, it'll be a fun. It's a it's a good story. It's a terrific story. And uh, it all starts with me smuggling cash into the country. Yeah, ah. $20,000 on on my body. Why? <laughs> well, you, you go get your beverage and I'll tell you all you need to know, my friend. So this is Hang how on, I'm going to know basis. No, well, clearly you need to know. Okay. I, I guess someone has been going back to Russia whenever Putin's still alive. <laughs> well, I'm any of really want man, I want to go to Cuba. I would love to go to Cuba. Let's go I've to not Cuba. Been to Cuba. I have not either. together. I don't even have a passport. Let's book a trip, dude. Let's you don't go to need Cuba. one. I don't let's have go, a passport either. We'll just go anyway. Let's go down to Florida. We'll board a go fast boat like they do in Miami Vice. <laughs> go fast. I guess we're going to Cuba. Yeah. I mean, I'm down. Us. I'm down. I've never seen one. And then we can tell Uncle Sam we're doing humanitarian work. <laughs> Radio Free you, Cuba. 
No. <laughs> free Cuba. Uh, did you get yourself a drink yet or not? No. Damn You're it. Your sweet ass friend. Oh. I am. I am. You are correct. I'm sure you've got funny tidbits to fill this space while I'm gone, right? Uh, do I? Make me I'm laugh. I'm the only one on cam. I... <laughs> so I, I'll, I'm going to. I'm going to set up the story uh, while they're going to get their beverages. So uh, I um, went to Russia. Uh, no, I think about 12 years ago uh, to be the best man at my father's wedding. I did not think you were saying tidbits. Oh, yeah. Well, neither did I. Uh, I was thinking about defecting to Cuba to learn about a dark, and then coming back and you know, I, I, honestly, go down there for healthcare. Hello, Talia's back. Um, I would go down there for like dental work or something. That's smart. I don't know. People do that now, and they get trained by people that are better than us. <sighs> So, uh, yeah, the reason I was in Russia, so my parents got divorced and uh, my, uh, which is fine because it was older, but my mother told me when they got divorced, she said, your father uh, is going to be married to a mail order bride in six months from now. Yeah, excellent healthcare in Cuba, by the way. So anyway, I'm getting distracted. Yeah, so yeah, so uh, yeah, I was told, oh, oh, your father's going to be married to a mail order bride in six months from now. And I said, that's crazy. That's just absurd, mom. What gives you that impression? That's just silly. Uh, there's no way that's going to happen. Yeah, my father's a very smart guy. He's got two doctorate's degrees in different forms of chemistry and a master's degree in business. He's a really smart. He's 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 built his own two of his own companies. He's a genius. He's never going to do that. Right. Uh, but so six months later, uh, I am on a plane to Russia to be the best man at my father's wedding to a mail order bride, which is just absurd to me, of course. Uh, but I said I would be the best man so long as uh, he would pay for my trip through Russia <laughs> to to go and visit all these uh, to visit Moscow and St. Petersburg. So that's uh, so that's that portion of it. But uh, as I was leaving, I was leave I was traveling with my aunt, and uh, traveling with my aunt, uh, we were to smuggle in twenty thousand dollars each to pay off the judges and politicians to get her family the required paperwork, the rubber stamps they needed to come over to the U.S. So I have more money than I have ever seen in my life since then and before then uh, strapped to me. And my aunt has $20,000 strapped to her. Oh, God. Okay. And uh, 
we we go through and I feel like I, I'm a drug mule or something. Like I, I really feel nervous. Like somebody's gonna, you know, try and and uh, search me. Like, but that's just absurd because I'm just going through security. Back then, it was before uh, they had those like 3D scanners that you stand yeah. up and do the whole thing with. Um, so uh, we went through security we get on the plane we're flying and i'm so nervous and my aunt is like it's fine it's fine it'll be fine we land uh in ekaterinsburg uh which is uh if you if you don't know where ekaterinsburg is that that's where that's the delightful city uh where the czar and his family were massacred Rightfully so, but just the same. Anyway, so we land in this. We can agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> so we land in this city, which is a small airport, really. We get out, and as I'm going through customs, the customs agent says to me, as he's going through my bags, he says, uh, Did you bring any gifts? And I said, uh, well, yeah, just small things for the for the bride uh, and her family. And he looked at me and he said, "No, I mean for me." And I am naive at the time. I'm young. I'm a naive young man, so I didn't understand that he was asking for a bribe. So. Uh, my answer was like, well, I had no idea we'd be such fast friends. <laughs> <And> to, to, <laughs> to which he just looked really irritated and then zipped up my bag and said, just go. <laughs> and so I left. <laughs> and <laughs> we get out of the airport uh, and I'm like, which car is ours? So I call my dad. I'm like, "Where? you know, which car? How am I supposed to know? which vehicle is mine is here to pick me up and he said oh you'll know which one is yours <laughs> and uh, yeah which is great so if you don't know this uh Catherinesburg has no drainage system so everything there is caked in shit and mud covered in it so i got out in the parking lot and this car that is pristine pulls up along the road and that's how i knew it was mine it was like how do you know that's our car well it's because it hasn't got shit all over it so we, we took the car and uh the first night we were there uh was the was like the was the wedding and the reception and we did the whole reception thing well the reception was wild uh and we drank a lot and at the time it was really like uh, a germaphobe, so I didn't dare drink anything that could possibly have something gross in it. So I wouldn't drink juice. I wouldn't drink milk because I didn't know if it was pasteurized. I didn't know how, you know, I didn't know how clean everything was. So I drank only vodka. That was my excuse anyway. So, uh, <laughs> so the first night, I meet uh, this interpreter, this lovely interpreter. And she says, and she is gorgeous. She's so gorgeous. She's dark curly hair, 
freckles, bright blue eyes, beautiful model. She's just just gorgeous, right? The most beautiful woman. And uh, and I am flirting with her, and uh, uh, and we're talking. And I said, "Oh, you want to go outside with me?" She says, "Yes." We go outside. I'm smoking a cigar. We're talking, and I throw up all over the sidewalk because I've had so much to drink. And she didn't skip a beat. It was like it hadn't happened at all. She just kept talking to me like nothing had occurred. And uh, and when we went back inside. Somebody said, "Don't uh, don't." do anything with her because the girls here will poke holes in the condoms and uh, uh i would have been okay with that but <laughs> but it didn't but nothing happened except for me being really drunk went back uh to the place i was staying I wake up in the morning and I've decided that was it. I'm not going to drink anymore because that's crazy. Uh, that was just mental. Like, I'm not going to drink that. Like, I'm done. Right. So I get uh, I get up and I go downstairs and there's a van waiting for me to bring me. And now there's a whole bunch of people from the wedding party in the van. And they're going to drive us into the Ural Mountains where we're going to go to a spa. So I get in this van and the entire back of the van is a wine rack with bottles of vodka in it. Just all bottles of vodka. Uh, and I get in the van and I'm like, ah, shit. Well, they bring out like these fucking Dixie cups. Uh, and the whole ride into the Ural Mountains, they're finding things to cheers about. Oh, to our friendship, to the wedding, to the marriage, to our kids, to our health, to this. And of course, uh, I'm in a different place. And I feel like if I don't drink, I'm offending somebody because we're drinking to people's health here. So that's not a good plan, right? Oh, to my kids. This is for my great aunt Bertha who died. You know, like, fuck that. I'm not going to like curse these people by not drinking. So I drank all the way into the Ural Mountains. Uh, and we go and we have this, you know, they, they, they basically, they strip you down, you get naked and you're in the snow and then you go into the spa and they beat you like in this hot room with birch bark. They just beat the shit out of you. And, uh, and then that's supposed to be relaxing. I didn't think so. I, I did not find that relaxing. I thought that was not my thing. And then you go back out into the snow and you in like naked and you go back into the sauna and back out back in and you drink and you drink and you go back in and out I had a big feast anyway so we got out of the ural mountains and i leave ekaterinsburg and i'm flying to moscow and i get on um uh, airflut which is the uh russian airline uh and what i got in can liberally be described as uh, a plane uh what i got in was a fucking tin can with wings duct taped to it um so was it was it a jet or was it a uh, prop plane it was it was supposed to be a jet there were jet engines <laughs> i think they could have been like they could have just put propellers inside of a, a canister to make them look that way <laughs> i don't know I don't know. 
So welcome to Russia. You know how if you've ever been on a plane, when you when you're taking off, everything shakes. It's fucking crazy, and uh, and so uh, it's a little mental. But when you get in the air and you hit cruising altitude, things level off. No problem. Smooth sailing. Well, I get on this airplane and it takes off and I'm a little shaky. It's like I'm a little nervous about this. But we'll give it a shot. It gets in the air. The shaking never stops. <laughs> never stops the whole fucking trip. It was all turbulence. Okay. So I'm like so thirsty at this point. I've got cotton mouth. Like my mouth is the fucking Sahara desert. I'm blowing sand out of my face. All right. So I am desperate for a drink, except uh, the way that they had designed this airplane uh, was like some, like a kid had just drawn the, where the seats go with crayons. And uh, so my seat, the tray didn't come down without hitting me in the nose. <laughs> so couldn't use the tray. And so when the beverage cart lady was like finding her way down the fucking aisle, you know, slamming into people's legs because she, because nothing made sense in this fucking airplane. Uh, she, she comes up to me. She's like, do you want anything to drink? And I'm like, yeah, I do, but I can't cause there's no fucking tray. So, uh, so I couldn't get anything to drink. Uh, and and uh, so finally, there they the announcer the the captain and says something in Russian, which is great because that's super helpful for me, right? So, uh, but I gather uh, we are either going to die or we're coming in for a landing. <laughs> and uh, so we start our descent, and I look out the window, and uh, and the window. Uh, seat is great in a plane like this because you get to see how you're going to die. And so I look out the window and the wings are flapping. All right. Now, I don't know if you've ever been on an airplane, but the fucking wings aren't supposed to flap. It's not a fucking bird. It's a, it's an airplane, right? Those are supposed to be stationary. Okay. Wings are flapping rapidly. We hit the fucking tarmac at the full 800 miles an hour uh you know like they didn't decide they were going to slow down at all all right and 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 of course they break hard at the end and because the tray is so close to my face boom right into the fucking thing right after we land now and then the captain comes on he says more shit in russian and people clap everybody on the plane is applauding People are crying. Like, how did, is this okay? Did we, was I not supposed to make it? Like, was this a miracle here? And uh, uh. So, yeah, so, yeah, apparently, right? So, Jesus Christ. So uh, we land and uh, people are crying, holding their children and, uh, and clapping and thanking the captain for getting us there alive, you know? And, you know, he, does, he doesn't come out and take a bow or anything, so I don't know what the guy looked like, but I'm sure he was he was uh, he was really something. And uh, I I get out of the the plane and I get into my the driver that meets me there, and I say to the driver, uh, I am so thirsty. I need a drink, really bad, and I don't. So please just take me before you take me to where I'm supposed to go. And he's like, Oh, well, I'm supposed to take you directly to. I was like, I don't care. I'll pay you extra. Just get me to someplace where I can get a drink. 
so he uh gets on like this eight lane super fucking highway and pulls over to the side of the road of the highway and he says okay wait here and he walks uh, across all of the lanes of traffic to a gas station that is closed okay and then uh and then comes out and waves for me to to come as well and i'm like well this is how i die so uh, if the plane didn't do it this is it now so i try and and cross the highway i get over there finally and uh i walk uh back behind the gas uh station and there's a bunch of russian guys playing uh cards in the back of this gas station and the guy's like in russian whatever and he says okay uh they get he's he's like they're gonna they're gonna open the store for you so one of the guys gets up and he uh opens the store for me uh at the gas station and the gas station uh, a store is a deli counter, like one of those glass deli counters where you get to pick your meats from the deli counter, right? Well, yeah, it's that, except there's no meat in there. It's just a bunch of shit. It's just all the things they sell. And uh, in on one wall, I see like the fucking Holy Grail. It's a Mountain Dew. Uh, it's the only beverage that apparently they had, and it's in this refrigerator at the end. I get that, and the guy makes me buy a bunch of other shit, like a yogurt and some other things. I don't know why, but the the driver tells me I got to buy that stuff, so I buy the stuff. We leave. I paid twenty dollars, okay, for that Mountain Dew. I did the math when I got home. I paid twenty dollars for Mountain Dew, and I'll tell you something. I would, I gladly would have paid ten times that amount because it was, it was, I was so thirsty that I needed it. You know. Anyway, so yeah, so I get uh, get to where I'm going. So anyway, so that's the majority of my trip to Russia. Was that I haven't told you about the armed guards in the Ural Mountains that were there one day and not the next, which was a lot of fun. Uh, but you know, but there's more stories in there, but that's the majority of my trip right there. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry to bore you all with my, uh, <laughs> with my fun trip, but, uh, yeah, but, uh, now I have a lot of Russian relatives and my father is, uh, unhappily married to a woman who doesn't speak English. So that's cool. <laughs> Although I got to be honest with you, uh, it's probably the only person, you know, you'd have to not be able to speak English in order to put up with my father. So it makes sense, really. I get that. I get that. Oh, he was smuggling money into the country. He was smuggling money into the country to to pay the judges. Mm -hmm. Yeah, To pay the judges. Done in Russia. Um, to rubber so stamp the family to get over here. Exactly. So that was the entire point of her being a fucking mail order bride, if we're being honest with each other. Um, and so I love talking about Russian aviation because oh, it's a story, right? So the Tupolev um, a TU-22 TU bomber had a very famous nickname in Russia or in the Soviet Union, the supersonic booze carrier. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so... The basically the 
the refrigerant for the air conditioning system. 60% water, 40% ethyl alcohol. Excellent. Yes. So, um, and there was even a nozzle, so fittingly, at the bottom of the aircraft, so that way the um, refrigerant could be drained, that there was a story of where, or a tradition where, after a pilot's first flight on the TU-22, he would put his helmet underneath and fill it up with the refrigerant, so that way, you know, <laughs> he could then celebrate his, his surviving the plane. The Tupelo 22 was a terrible aircraft, by the way. Terrible, terrible aircraft. Um, but my favorite story about it, though, is, you know, obviously there were some issues with the pilots being constantly drunk. No. As you can imagine, right? I know, shocking. Russians In Russia? Nah. Yeah, exactly. Like, never. <laughs> never heard so, that. So, um, the higher-ups are like, okay, we need to do something about this. Like, we have to get rid of this mixture. And then the pilots were like, well, no, that's not possible because, like, we can smell you know, alcohol in the cabin because the the cooling system isn't made very well. It's like it leaks out. And if you put in industrial grade refrigerants, like that could kill us. And so in order to prove it to the higher ups, um, as the story goes, instead of someone, you know, doing the sensible thing and just like let or the uncorrupting and like letting the people go into the cabin, they had one of the air crew take a rag soaked with vodka and put it in the ventilation duct. So that way the smell of alcohol would just be infiltrating the cabin. So that way they would um, be able to keep their um, uh, keep their booze on board. Wow. Yeah. Russians are crafty in that yeah. way. And then there's a the story of the MiG-27. Less fun, but basically like um, they're trying like, to basically make a Russian version of the A-10, except one that would be faster. And so they took the MiG-23 and like, they put a giant... Yeah. They put a giant fucking gun on the bottom of this thing. So, ignore, so ignoring the fact that like the gun was so powerful that it was literally blowing the plane to pieces if it was fired. Like there's a story of um, a pilot firing the gun and like the instrument panel falling off into his lap in the cockpit. So like time out though, Scott, have you never seen an A10? Like were, were you just like being funny? Like if, if you don't know it, I want to show it to you because when they fire the guns, the plane like slows down. Like <laughs> it's some are crazy we, shit. The, are we talking about the warthog? Yeah. 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 I haven't see. seen one like in real life, but I have, but I used to play command and conquer and they generals and they had a tens. <laughs> um but so it's the only reason i know what they are that's a move i got that's you i got you yeah they <laughs> fly over me they fly over my house all the time well come on come on do something it says in action right there we go there's a plane in here We're making progress now shoot the gun that's all i'm here for shoot the gun this is less than the size of an average NASCAR racetrack. I will overplace the speed of your Shoot the gun. I'm getting I think mad. this is an air show. I don't think they shoot at an air show. It probably is an air show. But I want to see the Burt. Um, but yeah, so um, as you're finding that, Rob... 
Um, the last we're about to make twenty seven. So yeah, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Twenty three. Is it only had like an eight percent um uh like frontward visibility, like below the eye line, right? So like that's not enough for a ground attack aircraft. So instead of like you know figuring something out with the cockpit, they literally just like cut part of the nose off of the plane, so that way like the pilots could actually be able to see the target they're aiming at. Ah, the hell? Yeah, it's called the platypus or the flying balcony. Good lord. All right. Well, uh, you know, no, thank you. Okay. Uh, you know what? Let's, let's, so the warthog stops when it shoots, is what you said? It slows, it down. slows down. Slows down. Yeah. Cause if it stopped, it would just fall out of the fucking air, right? Like, right. You know, that's a good thing. But like, I mean, like, visibly slows the fuck down. I want to see this. I have to like I found a, a training thing with tracers where it's like a an A ten and a hang on anti aircraft gun. Here, I, I found other. a bird compilation. This will work. Oh, a Bert compilation. There we go. Bert is the sound that it makes. <laughs> of course, it is. There's no sound on it though. Yeah, I want to hear like the I'm burp. missing the burp. Also keep in mind that when we talk about the military industrial complex, right? Like we're talking about the billions of dollars that these devices are watching right now cost. Yeah, I mean it's it's providing entertainment for us right now. So think of it that way. <laughs> At least it's useful in some way. How do I look, Ernie? With your eyes burning. <laughs> nice. Very classy. Yep. It's the late show, dude. We don't have to be classy. I uh, well, that's the only reason why I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> did you happen to uh watch any of the police brutality special we did yesterday jesus christ back to this unbelievable fuck you <laughs> <laughs> i did i didn't uh do that what was it it was pretty was good it just uh, the barrel of laughs rob because i feel like it wasn't no, but it was good conversation. I believe that. I believe that. Was it a barrel of laughs? No. <laughs> that wasn't the point. <laughs> Why are you bringing us back to it then, Rob? I was just wondering if you had seen it or any oh. of it. No. Because uh, we had a new guest on. Uh, Kama Patel is a civil rights attorney in Detroit. And... Um, it was the the two guests were uh, her and Chairman Jake of the oh, White excellent. Panther Party, and yeah, right. the the back and forth that they had for like two hours was just phenomenal. Like, I mean, honestly, Trisha and I were both there, and we both just kind of, you know, like let it steer itself. <laughs> the conversation was good, yeah, but I feel like with those two on, you just kind of take a back seat to it, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, why was, interrupt? Right, <laughs> right. I was going to take away from it if I was going to try to add to it. So right. I did. Let him but, go. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. So we're trying to do a follow up to that um, two weeks from yesterday, uh, tentatively at the regular current event stream time. Um, but we're we're bringing more people into it. And we're going to try to have like a full like round table. So I just wanted to bring it up as like, uh, you know, if you're interested in having like a round table or being part of a round table on uh, police brutality, we will be doing that. Okay. Um, it sounds like there's going to be in some involvement from the new era young lords. Um, uh, some possibly anyway, I won't say for sure, but possibly some, uh, you know, like family of like victims of police brutality. Um, I mean, it's one thing for us to say our piece on it. Right. Yeah. But like, it's, it's another thing entirely when it's someone who has lost a loved one. Anyway, point is two weeks from yesterday um, is the tentative thing for that. So that should be, that should be fun. Um, for that matter, fun is totally not the right word there. Wow. Wow. Rob. It was supposed to be sarcastic, but then I realized that it came off as cold. I <laughs> hang on. Uh, Wade wants you to pay attention to him, Rob. Yeah. Wade, uh, Wade did math that I did not want to do. <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> wow. I wish I could like put that on the screen, but I can't. Don't you dare! Don't. You dare. <laughs> oh man! Whew, that's fucking spicy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's that's dark. <laughs> I mean, dark humor is like food. Not everyone gets it. <laughs> oh shit anyway well i made a joke not a very good one that was what was spicy it was it was dark it had nothing it was it was not about you wade i will beat him up for you though and tell him that you're knocking on the family family door. You shouldn't have voice um, Oh yeah, one other thing I wanted to talk about. This is a little more lighthearted. But uh one other thing that I wanted to talk about was uh the East Coast uh leg of the Principal Unity book tour. Um, 
It's put on by the Second Rainbow Coalition. It's featuring, actually, I can show you the books. Hang on. I have them both on my bookshelf. It's featuring, let me get rid of my background so I can actually, like, you know. Mm. Revolutionary Hillbilly by High Thurman. Excellent. Um, he was a founding member of the Young Patriots organization in Chicago, um, part of the original Rainbow, Rainbow Coalition. Coalition. Yep, he's um, he's one of the elder advisors for the Second Rainbow Coalition. Um, he wrote a book, obviously, Revolutionary Hillbilly. It's kind of like a almost like a, an activist notebook, right? Like. It doesn't necessarily go like deep into ideological things, but it kind of like tells the story of what they were doing in their community. If that makes sense. And then, what were they doing, Rob? Well, they was activizing. That is good. That's what we yeah, would like to do. They were like feeding people and providing medical care. Wow. Pretty, pretty legit shit. And then um, uh, Kwame, um, we actually had him on to talk about this book. Um, That was, what, over a year ago now, probably, when the book first came out. Um, But he is promoting his book, which is called uh, My Search for Answers, Truth, and Meaning. And it basically talks about his transformation from being a, um, I mean, you know, like being engulfed in like the gang culture, uh, you know, like criminal life to, you know, going to prison and finding how he wanted to make a difference, which uh, in his case was, you know, revolutionary organizing. It was, it was interesting to see, Talia's uh, face perk up a little bit when you talked about his transformation. <laughs> it was yeah, I'm kind of like zoning out right now. She, she was just like, hmm, transformation. What do we have here? <laughs> what oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, this is that's exciting. When is that? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I was getting to. Um, not all of the dates are finalized yet, but um, basically it's going to be March 23rd through April 1st. Um, yep. There will be stops on most of those days. Uh, two in the Philadelphia area, one in Baltimore, one in D.C., one in New York City, one in Virginia. And then um, hopefully one in uh, Rhode Island, if not there, then one in Connecticut. Um, but either way, there will be one a little further north. When you get more information on the venues, are you going to post it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Um, and I, I mean, I do have a list of tentative dates, but I don't want to, you know, like say it and then, you know, have something change before it's. And betray all of us. They will all blame you. We'll all be very disappointed in you and then we would be sad. And then you'd have to like go to the gulag. Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah. why don't we send the weathermen to the gulag? 
Uh, I don't think they're the ones causing the weather. Yeah. Well, you're you're probably right, but they lie to us all the time. Okay, and okay, 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 okay. <laughs> you got me now. We <laughs> knew that would work. <laughs> I am re-engaged. So. Uh-oh. <laughs> do we get a lot of shit wrong? Yes, we do. However. Listen to that voice. It just transformed. Like it's, it's just, Yes. It's just going ballistic. Yes. Let it go, so, sister. God, no, no. I want to see both of your faces. Get, get back here. Get back here. <laughs> so. Are we perfect? Absolutely fucking not. However. Do we We're do as close the best as that we possibly can? Absolutely. In fact, snow is still a bit of an issue in some parts of the country, <clears throat> St. Louis. But for the most part, the SPC, the Storm Prediction Center for the Weather Service, has been exceptional the past few years in predicting exactly where like this very severe weather is going to be. Um, last December's main tornado outbreak nailed it. Um, last um and then like a couple days later with the derecho they nailed it that then too like all these outbreaks where it's like oh hey yeah like wherever the enhanced risk was the high risk which are rare but like the moderate enhanced and high risk areas are all dead on for the past few years so just because we predict a high temperature is 69 you're like <laughs> i get to like be giggly all day and it ends up being 68 i'm sorry I mean, I, I was more or less talking about here in uh, southern New England. They'll be like, oh, there might be a few snowflakes in the northern oh. part of the state. And then in the southern part of the state, there's snow flying and everybody at work's like, but the news yeah. said. No, you know what? You know what bothers me more than anything? The 50% chance bullshit. 50% chance is you don't know fuck all. So what are you even talking about? 50% okay. chance. That's like saying nothing. There's a 50% chance of rain. Why don't you just say we don't know? It's anybody's guess. Just look outside. That's that that's your that's as good as you're gonna. Oh, she's 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 I took your nose. Me. She's I took your nose. nose. Oh dude, what are you gonna do without your nose? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Tragic. I won't be able to smell her coming. <laughs> uh, uh, what were what are we talking about weather people for? What happened to what? When did this spiral into this? That's what the late show is. We just spiral. It's chaos. You were you were trying to create problems, Rob. <laughs> That's what you were doing. And you have succeeded. Yeah. He was picking a fight with you. It's like, you yeah. just know that I'm the person who risks her life to keep people safe by storm chasing. And you just have to like shit all over me. <laughs> it's a dumbest. I feel bad about myself. That's just, that's, that, that's just the dumbest Bobby. I can't. Did you just call me Bobby? No, I said, that's the dumbest hobby. Oh, storm chasing. Hobby. I can't uh, even imagine. the only thing that I can think of that would be dumber is like lighting yourself on fire. Like, like, <laughs> like oh, there's nothing more fun than lighting myself on fire. Oh, there was that time that I drove straight into a fucking tornado. So, that was that was way better. So the one thing I do want to point out though is that 
Um, people tend to not take tornado warnings seriously until they actually see the tornado on the ground. So basically, because my job goes beyond like just tornadoes, right? Um, being a being a storm spotter or a storm chaser, what you were doing is you were letting know you're letting the weather service know what is actually happening on the ground. So, you know, like, let's say it's like, there's hail going on somewhere and you're like, Oh, Hey, like, you know, like it's getting to the point where it's severe or, Oh, Hey, you know, like there's rotation here on the tornado warning. That's just radar indicated. You need to make sure that people know that this is spotter confirmed. Now there's a train on the ground. Now it's damaging because <clears throat> yes, there are ways on radar to see if a tornado is damaging, but the best way to do that is to have a chaser on the ground with a camera going live streaming it to ABC 3340. So that way they can like actually have it up on the screen and people can be like, Oh fuck, like this is real. We need to get to our storm shelter now. Um, because mm. people don't take warning seriously. You know, the NWS, we, or I say we, they, I don't work for, for them. I'm basically like the Skyward program is like an affiliate thing that they sponsor. Words are hard. Um, it's through them, but you're not an NWS employee. But basically, like, people don't take warning seriously because, like, oh, there's only like a 10% chance of the warning actually being accurate. It's more like 60% now. Ah! Am, I, am, I, am I destroying no, you too much with logic and facts? No, here's my problem. You've decided that uh, to, in order for people to take seriously the danger of a fucking storm is to drive into it. Like that is, it's <laughs> got to be so, the most asinine logic I've ever heard in my life. So there actually is logic to it, right? Because I'm not driving into the storm. I heard it. I don't I always agree. Stay, I always stay southeast of the storm by at least a mile and a half or two miles, especially if there's a tornado, right? Because like that, the north tornadoes tend to track to the northeast. Um, and plus, if it does shift to the southeast, then me being two miles away is enough room for me to be able to get the hell out of there. I think you broke him. I, I did. I, she's like, well, storms are unpredictable, and I've got to know which degree it's going to change in by standing in front of it. Like, that's still <laughs> not okay. In my 2000 Honda Civic. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> you're not okay, okay, okay. Tank, you know? Now you're now you're like pushing me towards Scott's side. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's why I need to get this F two fifty that I'm building right now on on Ford's website, so that way I can like you know have a proper storm chasing vehicle. I hope it has uh, your 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 Civic has that stupid fucking Erector set spoiler in the back so that it can stay <laughs> it on the matter. ground when it's being hit by a fucking tornado <laughs> i want to make sure you're not lifted off the ground it only looks like it was hit by a tornado that's all because after it got hit and run twice last year um it looks like it it looks like it's been through a tornado <laughs> Wade's oh, like, shit. oh, you want me to take a Ford into a storm? Okay, in all honesty, I would rather take a Ram into a storm, but I just don't know if I trust um, uh, Fiat's uh, electronic reliability. No, you can't. You can't drive a Ram into a storm. Can't do it. I mean, it's you can't literally a Dodge. <laughs> okay, you can't. 
Why would you do that? (laughs) Unbelievable. Look, I just need a red Ram 1500. Well, we all want something, right? What's with you in red? Is there some reason? Something that compels you? Maybe. Potentially. (laughs) It's that Soviet underpinning. Duh. Oh God. Well, that's I I don't know how I'm gonna recover from this storm chaser bullshit. <laughs> I we all do stupid shit, and you know that's your thing, I guess. You know <laughs> I'm gonna pick up meth for weight loss, so you know everybody does <laughs> I don't recommend it. <laughs> well, it's that or go vegan, Rob, and I can't have that shit on my conscience. It's probably cheaper to be a method at this point. <laughs> it's absolutely cheaper. Absolutely cheaper. And for the record, we do not endorse um, uh, storm chasing. We do not, we do endorse, not endorse storm meth. chasing on any level. Nobody should be doing something that fucking stupid in a Honda Civic. If you're going to do it, make sure you have a tank, like a 1990s Volvo or something. Don't, don't go I mean, I don't know. You one. said tank. I mean, I think a T-34 is the appropriate. An M1 <laughs> Abrams. Oh, dude, did you hear we're sending tanks to Ukraine? Oh, it's great. It's great. I mean, I'm just hoping. I will say this though. Um, uh, I hope we send Matt Ryan to the Ukrainians <laughs> because um, then they're guaranteed to choke. But like, uh, no, you said I'm one Abrams, and I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. It's which <sighs> you know, you know what? I'll tell you what we should do. We've got five officers we should send over there. Uh, and and just you know, send them right over to Ukraine. They'll take care of everything. They got expandable batons. They can kick ass with. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I would love to send them into Va- send them in with an encounter with a Wagner. Uh, Let them go. So like, so like, and then Germany is also sending tanks, right? And and the media keeps calling them the Leopard tanks, but they still call them Panzers, don't they? Do they just not want to say Germany is sending panzers into Ukraine? Well, because like panzer is literally the German word for tank. So it's like, I mean, they're literally, it's like, it's so, it's just like one of those situations where like, they know how it would sound. So like they have to care about that. And it's annoying. It's annoying. Well, I mean, you know, if Nazi Germany wasn't sending panzers into the USSR, <clears throat> I mean, what? I mean, it, all I'm going to say is that it is very much like Germany to reinforce Nazis or to reinforce um, uh, fascist dictatorships. We have a strong history of that, I feel like. The U.S. does a great job propping up fascist dictators. Yeah. If we're good at anything, it's that. Well, you know what we need to do? What's that? 
Um, we need to send this shit to the Ukrainians because there's no way in hell they fucking drink this. <laughs> Isn't it Ukrainian already? Like, did yeah. they ship it here? I am convinced. They send probably export their vodka to drink Russian vodka. Yes, probably. <laughs> God, like, it's one of those things where it's like, even like the shitty, like the basic version of Russian standard is infinitely better than this. Yes, Putin is a piece of shit. Hey, 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 Absis so Research. I'm uh, Dobisa. Dobisa Suka. So it's apparently when I speak Ukrainian, I'll speak some Ukrainian to you. I don't know. You don't fucking know anything. It just means glory. Like, to whenever my fucking family's literally in Donetsk right now fighting for their fucking homeland, and you have the and you have the nerve to fucking say that, get the fuck out of here. I mean it's not even spelled right, but that's okay. Don't scream into the mic. Why not? I mean, okay, so like none of us here are fans of Putin. Right? No, no. Well, you we know just... I you know my feelings on him are not. Yes, yes. I mean, we've all made this clear over the past several months. Obviously, we don't need to rehash this. However, <clears throat> all right. The Ukrainian nationalists that are running Ukraine are also not good people. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, right? They, before Russia invaded Ukraine, everybody here was talking about well, I shouldn't say everybody here was talking about the media. But a great though. deal of people were talking about how corrupt and horrible Ukraine was and how we needed to clean up how corrupt and horrible Ukraine was. And then they got invaded by Russia. And then all of a sudden, they were our best friends and allies. Now, I don't. Have you seen the videos pouring out of Ukraine about, like, you know, people being forced into the battle pretty much? I mean, I don't know what's what's the word for that. Forced conscription, I guess, would be yeah, the, which I mean, Russia is doing the exact same thing. Just to be clear, yes. But the fact that like we're only hearing about it from the on the Russian side, we're not hearing about it all on the Ukrainian side, is just fucking ridiculous. Right, and I, I mean, like it, it's to a point where they're literally showing up at people's houses, and it doesn't matter how fucking old you are. Like, oh, you can walk here. You can hold the fucking gun. Get out there, like, or you get shot. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, so uh, I got to tell you, uh, after 9-11, I was young. Uh, I was just out of high school. <clears throat> and I and my whole family is uh, military. So I felt like I should, uh, you know, I was filled with patriotic sense of duty because uh, my country just been maliciously attacked. So I was going to join the Marines. And if you can imagine me being a Marine, that's <laughs> never going to fly. But I, uh, I tried to join the Marines and I went through the whole process. Uh, the recruiter said, great, we're going to get you in. And uh, yeah, I said, duty. Uh, so <laughs> I, I ended up going through the whole process and they told me, uh, well, you can't um, be in the military because you're deaf in your left ear. So you can't, if you can't hear orders, you're going to be, you're going to be a problem. 
So uh, okay, well, I'm not going to be a Marine. Let me see if I can try other branches of service. I went through the Navy. I went to the Air Force. I went to the Army last because you know that's a thing. Uh, and even to the Coast Guard, I went through everything, and they all. Uh, said no if you're deaf, but they all made me go through the whole process. Said, if you're deaf, you can't hear to take orders. So no, you're going to be uh, uh, you're going to compromise the entire squad. So you got to go. So I I couldn't join any branch of service, even though I tried all of them. But it didn't stop the recruiters from calling me. <laughs> of course right? not. And they're probably well, telling you about how you can get a brand new Dodge Charger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to impress yeah, the chicks. With, with AMA, yeah, with a 96 month loan and a um, uh, um an 18 percent interest rate. Your college is going to be paid for. Don't worry about it. You know, you get yourself. You know, this is fucking crazy. This is all the GI Bill. Let me tell you all about it. I, I'm like, I, I've heard it like six times now. Okay, I don't need to hear it again. But anyway, so I finally went and talked to a friend of mine who uh, was a recruiter, and I said, "Listen, how do I get them to stop calling me?" And I said, "Well, you you got to tell them if you tell them that you're deaf in one ear, they're never going to stop calling you." You've got to tell them you lost an arm. <laughs> so so f- the Navy calls me again uh, one day and I'm sitting in my dorm room and they call me and they say, uh, hey, you know, we're, you know, have you ever thought about joining the Navy? And I said, yeah, I think about it all the time, which is a lie because who wants to join the Navy? Anyway, so uh, so they keep going with their pitch, right? And um, and they said, "Yeah, this is, oh, yes, I, uh, this is really exciting." I was told I couldn't uh, I couldn't uh, join you guys, and they said, "Well, why is that?" I said, "Well, I, you know, last summer, uh, you know, I was uh, I was celebrating uh, with some fireworks, and uh, just I lost my <laughs> lost my arm." Uh, in a patriotic blast of glory. And, uh, and they said, Oh, really? That's terrible. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. I'm sorry. We, we can't, we can't take you. The call stopped. There was never another call, but I had to tell them I lost a fucking arm before (laughs) they would stop calling me. Yeah. I remember I was tired of the recruiters calling me. So I tried telling one of them that I was a Russian spy that did not Excellent. go like it didn't work i'm like what the fuck it's like i told you i was spy for a foreign country it's like i was like i was being sarcastic but you should have sp- kind of spoken to them in russian what <laughs> you should have spoken to them in russian it was like say i served the soviet union in russian <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, but then you know, of course, you'd have been the FBI would have followed you around for the rest of your life. <laughs> the whole damn thing. Yeah, yeah. You would it's never like, poop alone like, again. Uh, you would never poop alone. It's like I'm ninety percent certain I already have the FBI following me, so it's like you know, like shit, how much bullshit I've been involved with beyond this. Fuck, I'm amazed I'm not on the no fly list. So I I, wa- I wanted to start this whole uh, campaign uh, when I was uh, fresh out of college. I wanted to start this whole campaign about, um, you know, like 
you know how everybody was talking about like oh you know they, they, they this this sweet little notes that they have like live laugh love there's a there's one that says you know dance like nobody's watching you know which uh uh is just the dumbest shit ever right so isn't the uh, point of dancing to look stupid in front of other people I don't. I don't dance by myself. I mean, it depends on the kind of dance you're talking about. I was just gonna say, I've seen some dancing. (laughs) I've seen some dancing that wasn't terribly embarrassing. So, um, but I. So where was I with it? Oh yeah. So I wanted to do a new campaign where the slogan was, "Dance like the NSA is watching." Hang on. I've seen Ted dancing. Dancing queen. Hang on. Is she is she bringing out the stripper pole? I think she is. Is that like a telescoping stripper pole? Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. When I think a dancing though, like I'm usually referring to like this shit. <laughs> Except for, you know, see, he's all like, oh, he's watching me. I'm all like, like I'm about to look stupid for this room of people. It's not unusual to be By the way, I'm just being stupid. I dance. See, when I dance, I dance more like a Muppet. <laughs> I don't know. If you, I, I don't know if you noticed that. I could believe that. Yeah. Um, hey, Wade. Um, uh, if you want, I can drop my cash app. Then you can. Oh tell. my god! Shameless <laughs> self promotion. It's it's awful. Um, uh, or it's awfully. Um, uh, you know. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Where's Corbin to boost my ego? Um, he probably left a while ago. He put my thing up on the fucking screen. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> She's all like, "Yay!" Stop <laughs> making fun of me. Or else I like break out the strap on. <laughs> oh. Where did I put that? that? Oh, hey, look at that. Nate's in the comments. Yay! Yay! I ain't seen you in a while, bro. That's not true. You're you're in the you're in the chat. Chat all the time. Yeah, usually when I'm at work. Yeah. But he's usually he's usually (laughs) the one keeping us all on topic. Mm. You know? I, I I'm always like, oh, let's talk about goofy shit, and he's like, no, there's some there's some depressing shit happening, and you should fuck that. Shut the fuck up and talk about fun is everything. Like Rob in this in this podcast, it's yeah. true. Yeah, it's true. There's always a fucking Debbie Downer every week. Talia, <laughs> I don't know what these people are doing to us, man. I have no idea. Um, I will say that the one thing is that. There are some people who just don't want to have humor in the world. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and they're all comedy. They're all comedy. 
I'm amazed I was able to keep a semi-straight face as long as I was. Yeah, that was good. Oh, They're no. Nate's been shut down. Look at him. RSV is no joke. Worse than 2020 COVID was for me. Really? I believe it. Um, okay, so just what? to get ourselves laughing again real quick. Uh-oh, here we go. <laughs> I hope there was more Woody, to that. Thank you, so much. thank you so much for the tip, fam. You're amazing. Oh, no way! Did he yep. send you a tip? Oh, yep. he's the best. He is. Best. Um, so if you're ever on a sugar dating website, you're trying to get yourself a nice red-headed Russian sugar baby. What the fuck? The way the worst thing to say is, "Hey, how about you come over to my house? I'll give you some wine. And we can get each other, and we can get to know each other better." That is not a good icebreaker, <laughs> Scott. Can we back He's up? Like... Can we back up for just a minute? Because I'm be hearing fucking weird. If you're ever on a sugar dating site. Which I assume you mean not for, like, diabetics. <laughs> Correct. And you're looking for a what? Oh, a red-headed Russian sugar baby. <laughs> a red-headed Russian sugar baby. Yes. Hmm. Just I, I chose that out of the air. I mean, who it. doesn't want a red-headed Russian sugar baby? Let's be, let's be honest. Don't we all... Apparently, a lot of people. Ah, <laughs> nice. I mean, it's like the moment that I say, oh, shit. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> That's very nice. The hair stays like this. I love it. It looks good. Looks very rock and roll. Oh, you ruined it. God damn it. You were almost my redheaded Russian sugar baby. Said it. Well, didn't okay. you say earlier in this show that you don't have enough money for something? Cocaine. That, that uh, yeah, Well, yeah, okay. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know what a sugar baby costs. Um, <laughs> I mean, me either, but I assume it's probably in the same ballpark as cocaine. Oh, well, I don't know what cocaine costs either. <laughs> I feel like I would be incriminating myself if I answered that question. Which one? <laughs> the latter. Because I feel like you could answer both. <laughs> no, all right. So for the record, for the record. Yeah. Wait, I don't have enough room in the studio to have it pull up. Otherwise, a pull would already be up. Um, if you want me to send the cash out back to you, I can. Oh, um, but so basically, what you're um, trying to suggest that there isn't a poll already up? I don't have a fucking poll. I wasn't talking about yours. <laughs> I <laughs> thought that's you're what talking you were about. You're talking about my strap on, weren't you? I knew it. <laughs> Jesus, three something in the candy aisle. What? It's three something. Oh, I get it now. Sugar babies. Ah. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay, Excellent. Cool. Epic. But yeah, it's like, it's one of those things where like, it kind of depends on like, 
if you find someone who's a rookie, like you can usually get those sugar babies for cheaper. I'm not cheap. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I don't think anybody thought you were cheap. <laughs> what was the conversation we were having earlier? It was like, if you were going to date a man, he better be rich. <laughs> Me too. I'm a lesbian unless he's rich. <laughs> then I'm a... So, Nate, I'm just going to guess that Scott be. has no idea what any of that means. Uh, I got laughing my ass off. That's a good start. Sugar Daddy Pimp in chat. Look, we've been going for hours. We're... Where's my eight ball? <laughs> All right. Uh, let's, so this is the thing. Sugar daddy. Gathering from contacts clips. A daddy who provides sugar. <laughs> Uh, eight ball, not pool. <laughs> I don't think that's what he was talking about. That's I mean, a magic. Eight. Is that the magic eight ball he was talking about? <laughs> it's like it turns out just fucking fetishes me, like just throwing a an eight ball like from pool like on his nuts oh that would be fun why why did you have take it there have you ever seen the movie on the doll no uh check it out it's a good movie on the doll do i look like i watch movies i don't know what that's supposed to mean do you look <laughs> like you watch movies i mean i was just implying all right, because Talia joked earlier that communists no. want no joy in the world, that I wouldn't take joy in movies. Actually, a lot of movies I have a really hard time fucking watching. To you be know honest. what? You know what you look like, like Marvel Rob? movies, dude. That shit's fucking military propaganda. You know what you look like, Rob? You look like you smoke <laughs> a lot of weed, run a communist podcast. That's what you look like. All right, what do I look like? <laughs> I'm not answering that. Right. I think I think we did already answer that. A red-headed sugar baby. <laughs> you can't even say the word. Red red-headed Russian sugar baby. I'm pretty sure. Oh my that's the god. Answer. I'm like also a two-time college graduate, and you're like completely ignoring my intellectual accomplishments. Oh my god. Damn, she burned you good, bro. So you listen, I only want you for your body. Hey, at least you're fucking honest. <laughs> like my, my my personal favorites are like whenever someone on Seeking messages me, like, "Oh my god, like you seem like such an, a really cool, intelligent person." Like, "Oh yeah, like we're off to a good start." And then I get we get talking, and I'm like, "Dude, you just fucking care about my body. Just tell me that initially, and I'm gonna respect you a hell of a lot more." Oh, <laughs> maybe that's what I've been doing wrong this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, if only somebody had told me that's how I should be approaching women. <laughs> no, in certain contexts, because it's like basically it's like I'm fucking seeking this entirely different situation. Well, especially on like what's your price or whatever, it's an entirely different situation. Yeah. 
I thought respecting women was uh, was the appropriate way to go, but I guess as long as you're now, being genuine about I'll just it, just start degrading them and hope that works. Okay, Andrew Tate. Uh, Damn. Listen, she got you good. Whoa! Again. Listen, you Matrix motherfucker. <laughs> Unbelievable, Andrew Tate. <laughs> Jesus, what a fucking tool. I. Uh, that's I mean, but he's in a cell. Instead of just being an incel, he's an incel in a cell. Oh, listen to that. It's like a Russian nesting doll. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent news. He's an incel in hell in a cell. Mm. I got a I got a great picture of him uh as Stimpy or Ren, one of those. Un momento, por favor. I gotta find it. So speaking of like smokes a lot of weed and runs a communist podcast, I found out the other day from a fucking meme that Patrick Stewart played Lennon in a British TV show back in the day. Sure, why Wait. not? Sure, why not? <laughs> I was so I was so like thrown off by it. Like, no, no, that can't possibly be real, but it was. What? <laughs> Why would you think it wasn't real? Is my confusion. Like, like there's no way that's possible. Actors wouldn't play somebody in a movie. <laughs> it's not a movie. It's a TV show. TV show, whatever. Okay, so actors don't also appear in TV shows? Were you confused about that? <laughs> No, I was surprised who Patrick Stewart was playing in a Cold War era British TV show. And he did. I haven't actually like career. watched it, so I don't know how they portrayed Lennon. But I'm concerned that that Lennon was still alive in the Cold War. The show doesn't take place during the Cold War. You just okay, said Cold I, War I, era. I only meant to take your nose. I didn't mean to take your entire fucking brain. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right. Ouch. That's just vicious. The show was made in the Cold War. It takes place prior and during World War One. You should yeah, be like more clear. Start with, I guess. You should definitely be more clear about things because I <laughs> didn't get that. Oh, whose fucking fault is that? Well, yours, because you suck at describing things. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's fucking true. terrible. Yeah, you suck. Uh, hang on, hang on. Did you, guys, did you guys see this? What you said in chat? What? That's what I was talking about. Andrew Tate. There he it's is. Oh, I mean, good. yeah. He's beautiful. He's beautiful. Look at him. Look at that strong jaw, that pronounced forehead. Excellent. Excellent image. Perfect alpha male eyes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God. It's got to say something that, you know, Talia is more masculine than him. You know, I feel like that's 
Like, I, I at least know how to shoot a gun. And, like, I'm, like, so fucking feminine. It's kind of hilarious. <laughs> I mean, back when I had one, my dick was probably bigger, too. So. <laughs> That's nothing to be proud of. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's with the Memphis video? Jesus. Actually, to be honest, like, if you really want to know how I feel about it, go to the White Panther Party page. There's already a whole discussion posted about it. I agree with what was being discussed there. Um, I mean, they they are literally expecting a response, ultimately, is why they released it on a Friday night. Um, the police chief said it was to keep the community safe. Make sure our kids are home and off of the streets before anything crazy unfolds. Yeah. Uh, here's an idea. I have a great idea on how we can prevent craziness. Stop fucking killing people. Let's, let's start there, you know? Like, oh, we're worried that there's going to be a lot of violence occurring. Well, maybe if you didn't start it, we'd be okay. Well, just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. Natalie wants to know, shouldn't everyone know how to shoot a gun? No, not everyone. Not Nazis. Because they cannot Mm. see what they're shooting at. I don't think my ex-wife. I did not see that coming. <laughs> I don't think my ex-wife should know how to shoot a gun. <laughs> I think she should be barred from knowing how to shoot a gun. I will say, probably my favorite one that I have is like is one that folds up in half. It's pretty cool. An ex-wife. <laughs> the guy should... <laughs> uh wade nate is commenting on Fire youtube arm. that's uh um oh we're people chatting um basically across facebook and youtube it's all yeah. over the it's all over the map and nothing from twitch yet tonight surprising usually we get a troll or something yeah we usually get a, last week it was a troll from that gives me an idea twitch. we're about to have a troll on twitch i have a i have a a hunch <laughs> She's gonna call us all joyless communists or something. I can't wait. It's gonna be under a screen name: <laughs> Redheaded Russian Sugar Baby. <laughs> so apparently, I've forgotten my Twitch password. Completely unrelated. Oh no, Corbin has a completely unrelated. Now she's gonna make a new account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your account name gonna be? What trolls? I would never ever troll. I've also had a Twitch once or twice. Usually it's when I drink too much caffeine. Sometimes when I drink too much caffeine, my hand will get a little jittery, you know? <laughs> yeah, but this is my shooting hand. <laughs> um, hey, question. What's the name of the Twitch channel? Just a random question. 
at oh, wait wait is that one of them at platforms do i put the at sign first try it. i don't know uh it's either for a we or many podcast or at for a we or many podcast yeah, millennials are older corbin that's the problem man everybody's getting old yeah yeah the revolution lies on gen z at this point i think oh well it's not going to be on my back <laughs> so my back is now you can have like a posh support role you'll be fine the second shooter <laughs> There Wibbles. it is. <laughs> yeah. Look at the spelling on that. Excellent. Wade. Lib- Millennials liberals. are still young to me. Where- <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Damn Caminus ruining my Murica gobbles. <laughs> What is goblin? I was just I was just typing back in boomer, actually. You know, <laughs> you goddamn liberals is as far as I got, but then you you made it funny. So there's yeah. a U in that spelling. In gobbles? Oh, oh gobbles. Ah! I get it. God. The problem with Wade is he's like way he's smarter than me, so I have to like decipher what he's saying. He's got like codes to everything he's saying. Codes. Yeah. I think you're making shit up now, bro. No. <laughs> no, he speaks in riddles. That that's true. That much is true. Oh. Favor. That's what he was talking about. I thought he meant in gobbles, gobbles. I thought he meant like in Joseph Goebbels. And I thought, oh, well, that's a very clever joke. But no. Nope. He was talking about favor. Sorry. Dumb people are more educated than you. Yeah. <laughs> are you the poster child for dumb educated people so yeah so you're doing there yes color and favor thank you wade that's because you know if you know you know you know he speaks the proper english oh he's i see what he's doing he's making fun of me for picking on your your uh language of this, yeah, yeah. Or which is always yeah. just <laughs> damn caminus ruining my America gobbles, gobbles. <laughs> wow, that is epic! <laughs> that is fantastic. Uh, also, everyone should go. I didn't actually mean to respond to Wade's comment with the caps lock on, but it's too late. Like, he was like, you're yelling at him. <laughs> You know none of us are okay. None of us. It's true. It's true. That was. I don't know why I did that outbreak. It's uh. It's late now. I feel like we're all losing steam here. We're just making. Hey, this is called the late show. 
the it's like yeah it's true i do need to go grab the water though i will be right back okay rob hold down the fort i'll hold down the fart that's what you said right well that's that's what i got that's what i got Because we're not okay, get it? Get it? Come on, that was a good joke. We're totally getting it stuck. But I'm not okay. No? Okay. I thought I thought that that was funny. Why did you stop the music? Oh, I, I don't know. I was just filling that air. So if we're going to be watching music, I have a proposal. But you got to like talk through it so you don't get zucked. I can do that. I got you. I got you, fam. You mean Fuam? No? Okay. I have died. Talia, the Talia that you once knew is dead. Oh, hey, oh, hey, I can totally, uh, you know, like turn Scott's camera back on before he's ready. What's uh, happening? Rob, that, that was a really good burn that you had there, by the way. I doubt it. No, it wasn't very good. <laughs> I just turned on your camera before you were ready. Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> I hope you get hit by a lifted Dodge Ram pickup. <laughs> guess who will be driving it? This bitch! <laughs> Well, I'm very excited. So I had this, I thought Talia came back, but I was just going to leave it. I was just going to leave and go to bed. <laughs> That's fucked up. I mean, I am probably about to leave here. Soon, yeah, though. I'm. It's, uh, I got to work 12 hours tomorrow. Oh, fuck. Wow. Why? Um, because well, you know. see, I exchange my labor for, well, digital dollars at the end of the day that I then trade like like tokens for things that I need to survive. Yeah, I think you should call in sick and come play board games. <laughs> Why is it always got to be? On the weekend? On the weekend. Yeah, when I don't work. <laughs> yeah, why isn't Emily, it when why isn't it when I don't work? When everybody else doesn't work except you? Is that why? Yeah. Yeah. I, are you saying that you work at night? I'm calling bullshit on your bullshit. I do. Well, you do. You don't know what I do during my private time. <laughs> I do. 
Besides, mo- oh my. Besides, mostly ignore my messages. <laughs> that is not true. I respond to every single one of your messages when I can. Like a week later. <laughs> that always answers mine within five minutes. Could also be true. I mean, I'm just talking shit. <laughs> Same. Asshole. <clears throat> Sorry, was my mic muted? No. Oh. What are you doing? Are you looking for something, Talia? Did, do you want to screen share? Is that what Oh, you're... there we go. Oh, sure. I... Did I click that earlier? Okay, yeah. So um, uh, I was on the Wall Street Journal. Yeah. Gross. And why Kaepernick flamed out in the NFL? And I'm very disappointed because like it's not even like a real article. Like, yeah, it's a paragraph. I'm, I'm like actually sad because I was like wanting to rip on this and it couldn't even happen. Yeah, that's not a helpful thing, is it? It's not. I'm very disappointed. The good old WSJ. Yeah. At least I don't have to pay for it. I get it free through my school, so. That's, well, that's the thing, is that all of the right-wing news sources are all free. Which also, one thing I want to talk about, though, too, is that um, New York Times... Oh no! Fucking transphobic as shit. Really? Yeah. Um, so I'm just gonna I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm not sure. What um, exactly so basically, like the New York Times, they have like um, uh, they have like a shit ton of like transphobic um, or transphobes like allowed to write in the opinion article section and or in the opinion mm-hmm. section, like only one, um like only like one pro trans person is like is a regular columnist or is a regular uh, opinion writer it's like i I wish i could find the original article but it's like one of those things where it is fucking ridiculous how bad it is like once i saw the numbers i was like holy shit because like you know there's like an idea among a lot of liberals it's like oh new york times like so fucking chill and all that like they're so good it's like no they're not they're fucking garbage So, uh, a acquaintance of mine posted a meme that said, "Ever would noticed- it be an acquaintance?" Fuck off! What <laughs> are you correcting my language, sir? How do you spell color? How do you spell favor? All right, all right, okay. With an e. <laughs> okay, Rob, you're now the victim of the chopsticks. <laughs> I've taken your notes. (laughs) So this is the meme that this acquaintance posted. Ever notice how dogs only come in male and female and cutting the balls off doesn't make it female? To which, of course, I replied, I can see how this is equivalent if you're only as complex and evolved as a dog. What the fuck? What? Why is that? Why does that? Why are you comparing people to dogs? Also, the dogs don't get to determine their gender. It's not like they're having a conversation about it. Like, you know, like I identify more as a bitch. (laughs) You know, 
That's a weird. It's a false equivalency is like the biggest and most common problem. Yeah. And the fact that like we just like because it's one of those situations like where you try to call it out and then you get dragged into a fucking comment war for hours. And it's oh, just like oh not God, I know. Like it's like it's one of those situations where it's like in most cases, I don't even like bother commenting and calling shit out because I'm like, it's not worth the effort. Cause like I'm not gonna change their mind. And it's just fucking exhausting. Yeah, so this other person replies, this is dogs have dreams too. They just don't tell everyone there's no choice but to be a part of them. Which I don't I don't get that. I don't know what it means. I said, I agree. I can't imagine a world where I'd be forced to be a gender. I didn't feel like I was. I also can't imagine a world where I cared so much about how other people identified. What the fuck is wrong? Why can't you just leave people alone? Exactly. Like, it's one of the situations where, you know, like, I do think, like, there is a case where we can have a discussion about, like, you know, like, minors having, like, what the extent, like, minors should be able to medically transition, right? Like, that's a genuine discussion. But like right. just wanting to block all gender affirming care for everyone is fucking a non-starter. Wanting to block gender affirming therapy for minors is a non-fucking starter. Like, because I think what the issue is, like, we're just not giving or the right doesn't want to give kids enough credit or credit for their intelligence because, like, shit. Like at the end of the day, like when I look back at it, it when I was eight, I definitely knew I was a girl. Did I know how to articulate it? Absolutely not. But like going back to as soon as I was three or three years old like when i demanded like a kitchen set for my birthday present and like the yellow construction set instead of the blue you know it's like it's, it's like it's all like these little fucking stereotypical sh- shit that like popped up but it's like at the end of the day it's like you can look back and like yeah like that was kind of a sign that you know something may have been up um yeah because it's like it's like oh yeah like you know we need to protect kids it's like and kids are able to make their own fucking decisions too whenever it comes yeah. to like their own bodies and like gender especially like you can figure out um like you can figure out who you are it's a very fucking innate thing and i did see what we said there too it absolutely it absolutely is an innate thing and this i had this conversation actually earlier at work about how i raised my kids with completely gender neutral toys you could Mm -hmm. buy you know dolls or car you know i mean it was all very gender neutral stuff my daughter very much took to the to pink and glitter and very girly things just naturally without yeah. any outside influence to to bring her to that right yeah um and if a boy does that same thing i don't, I don't see why we have to force him into playing with cars and trucks and whatever yeah. gi joe's you know yeah, because it, like it's one of those situations where it's like you know people are gonna like what they're gonna like, and like you can be like the most high femme bitch in the world and still like guns and cars, you know. Um, but at the same time, too, it's like, do I also like fucking love like some of the stereotypical girl shit? Absolutely. Like being in the fucking you know in the bathroom and just being like, oh my god, like you're like the most beautiful girl I've ever met in my life. <laughs> You should not be crying over like the drunk girl conversations that we have in yeah. bathrooms are very fucking real. It's fantastic. I've made more best friends than I can count on two hands and two feet in the bathroom whenever I've been drunk. That I don't remember the names to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I would argue that all toys are gender neutral. Uh, it's just that we don't see them as that, by the way, Rob. 
I, you're so right. You're right. But I've always enjoyed saying Legos are gender neutral. Well, they pride I hate it when people now. try to lump them into, you know, like boy toys or whatever. It's like, it's just building blocks. Fuck. Well, it's not any. Have you been to the Lego store? I know you have. Of course. Well, you know, Nicole. But it used to be building blocks. To this point, Wade just said sad girl conversations are amazingly deep. That's so true. Yeah, it really, because like I can honestly say that. Sorry, we're bouncing around. No, you're totally fine. Right. Like, um, the one thing I will say Always. like, <laughs> some of the most in depth and frankly, like, most important conversations I have ever had. It'd be with my girlfriends, like whenever I like we've been drunk, you know, or sad, especially both. Um, yeah, because like that's like really, especially like whenever you're like in that perfect middle ground, like slightly tipsy, where like you can speak openly about stuff without really thinking about it. Like that's like one of the things where you like you because at least for me personally, like that's like when I really just like down the very fucking depths of everything, and like that's like. In a lot of cases, the best way I'm able to get out of like get through shit just by having like those sad conversations with my friends. Mm-hmm. They're hard conversations, but they're very important conversations to have. Uh, that's a good question, Natalie. And and we didn't really direct her towards any particular source of media, so we only streamed anything. So the kid got to pick what she wanted to watch. Well, now that I identify as a bitch, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm qualified now. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> Don't be a gatekeeper, Talia. <laughs> oh. what you fuck? shall not pass. <laughs> All right, gang, I think it's time to wrap it up. For yeah, tonight. I think so, too. It's been a good long stream. I'm going to definitely hit the hay, though, because I'm fucking exhausted. Yeah, As thank you all for... I have to work 12 hours tomorrow. God, you poor soul. Don't I don't feel bad for you. Excited. I don't. It's the first... I've been working 60-hour weeks lately to get things ready for this stupid Dubai trip. So, uh... We'll uh, I'll see you next Friday, everyone. Yep, see you next Friday. Same bat time, same bat channel. Until then. Later. Do you want to do the outro? Hit the music. You already know how. Oh, right. Hang on a minute. I do. I learned you. You you learned me good. (laughs) Corbin, I put on pants today. I'm so proud. I I mean... I put on sweatpants. I, guess I put on I leggings. Does that count? I'm not talking to you people. Get him out of the devil, get on, get him out of the devil.
Don't make mistakes. We have heavy exhaust. Just don't worry about it. Learn how to use weapons.